Hello. I know something good is going to happen to you and through you today because you took the time to tune into this broadcast. As I begin my program this morning, I want to recognize this is the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 tragedy that devastated our country. Do you remember where you were that morning? I do. I was in a meeting with a young man who was interested in producing a children's book series. We sat at a table in a coffee shop in Voorhees, New Jersey. Uh, were talking about stories his grandfather told him. After the first plane hit, we stopped and looked at the television monitor. We watched and listened to the commentator report what was going on in New York. A plane had crashed into the World Trade Center. At that time, we did not know that it was done on purpose. The words terrorist attack had not been spoken. Then the unthinkable happened. A second plane hit the second tower. At that moment, my mind shut down to what was going on, I think, to protect me. I admit it was like watching an action movie, a scene of violence that we've seen over and over on television many times. I grew up watching war movies from, you know, and like one on TV, I think it was called Combat. And then the hundreds of war movies depicting violence throughout our history. I was born the day before the Korean War, and I lost a lot of friends in the Vietnam War and the wars that followed. This was different. This was happening right in front of my eyes, and emotionally I was numb. Even though this was happening in front of us, I continued the meeting. People around us turned and glared and told us to shh. Jim, had Jim, and I, Jim and I lowered our voices, but we continued talking about the project. I often wondered about that morning with Jim. I didn't panic or feel anything until I returned home and woke my husband to let him know what was going on. At the time, I was married to Donald Harper, my husband of 17 years. He was fighting his own terrorist attack. He had a rare cancer called liposarcoma. It was a cancer that developed in your fatty tissues. When, he, when his cancerous tumor was discovered, it was the size of a small Nerf football and it had encapsulated his kidney. We just thought his stomach was getting big. You know, it was found on his left side and we just thought he had a pot belly. Well, currently at that time, he was going through his second, second I think, clinical trial. We spent the day watching television and now sharing the panic I am sure others were feeling. Feeling the overwhelming sadness for the loss of lives, watching as people jump to their death rather than be burnt in the fire. It was horrible. Today I honor the memory, memory of those whose lives were lost in the attack. The first responders who went into the burning building before they collapsed to save lives and resulted in the loss of their own lives. I also give honor to the survivors who over the years live with raw memories of the roles they participated in that day. May the Lord bless them with moments of peace if they have not been able to recover fully emotionally and mentally. I think about Jim and his project idea and I regret we didn't move forward because the 9-11 tragedy distracted us and we lost track of each other. It reminds me of another fateful day. I was in a meeting with another gentleman named Jim. 
On that day, as we were talking, the space shuttle Challenger lifted off and shortly exploded. The distraction of that disaster short-circuited our business plans to work together. Distractions. Distractions have a way of taking you off the path you believe is the right one. Each of these two business opportunities would have put me on a different path, and I may not have landed here today doing this particular podcast and growing this particular community of writers and entrepreneurs. As I prepared for this morning's program, my memory rested on my late husband, Don. During the following year in 2002, through Don's clinical trial, another, yet another clinical trial, we met a couple in the treatment center, Nolan and Rosie Garfunkel. They were survivors of the Holocaust. Nolan had just written his book, Prisoner 96145. He was not only a survivor of the atrocities, he was also known as a Schindler Jew, one of the 1,200 Krakow Jews who survived. If you have not seen the movie Schindler's List, please put it on your list and, 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 and do watch it. It will open your eyes even more to what hatred and ignorance can do to innocent people. Nolan was a printer living in New Jersey. I think it was Maple Shade, and he had self-published the book. The following week, he bought with him a box of his books for me to sell for him. I remember his wife, Rosie, as a gentle and kind spirit with amazing blue eyes. As Nolan and Don received their treatment, we, we talked. She told me she had been a young child and was rescued and kept safe uh, with Catholic nuns. I can't remember everything she told me, but I was drawn to her. I was really looking forward to having a growing friendship with both of them. Unfortunately, Nolan did not survive his treatment. He passed away a few weeks later and I lost contact with Rosie. I recently had a strong desire to republish the book and took to social media to see if I could find his son, Scott. In my search, I came across an article, The Holocaust Memoir, I Didn't Help Write and Wish I Had. The article was written by Barbara Finkelstein in, nine, in January 2017. I searched LinkedIn and found her profile. I reached out to Barbara and she responded. We agreed that Nolan's book needed to be republished and she forwarded me the information about her surviving, his surviving relatives. So over the next few months, I will be seeking to get permission to re-release Nolan's book, Prisoner 96145, and also interview Barbara about her memories of Nolan and Rosie Garfinkel. If you are someone who has creative energy, you will find you attract to, to you people who you can either help or they will be willing to help you. I believe in prayer and asking for help more and more these days. I know I'm, I am on a mission and I haven't completed it as of today. I know, however, I'm one step closer to achieving my own personal dreams. I'm very proud to say I've enjoyed interviewing and producing Smart Talks with One Smart Lady. And as long as the Lord allows, I plan to continue in April, I saw a Facebook ad about joining a podcast mastermind. My husband, Willie Smart, was in the hospital and I was home alone, so I signed up for the 7 a.m. Sunday morning class. 
I was ready to move to the next step when the class ended, and I signed up for the training program, which was a 30-day challenge to launch a podcast. I took the challenge, and this, is the, this podcast is the result. Even though my first podcast didn't launch on schedule in May, I didn't give up hope. The distraction this time was my husband's poor health and the death of my older brother. 2020 had re re retrained my focus and determination not to lay aside dreams and plans, hoping to catch up with them in the future. The future, as shown by millions of deaths, was not guaranteed. I always knew that an accident, a sudden illness, or a tragic event could end my life at any time. But COVID-19 is an ever-present danger. My husband, Willie, lost 10 members in his family, and I lost my sister-in-law, who was the widow of my older brother, Doug. I diligently followed all the steps laid out and launched my first, uh, my first podcast, July 3rd, 2021. My message to you today, even if you do not succeed in making the deadline and what you are working on is what, what you are certain beyond any doubt is something you want to achieve, work through the challenge and get it done. Get it done on your time schedule. I will be posting more information about the Podcast Academy and how you can receive more information in Monday's blog article, which is associated to this particular podcast. In February or March 2020, my goal was to find out if I wanted to continue helping others publish their books or after 22 years that I want to retire and do something different. I signed up with Doreen Rainey, founder and CEO of Radical Success Institute, to find out what I wanted to do or not do as a professional. And what I told Doreen was I really wanted to find out what I wanted to do as a woman not as a businesswoman, but as a woman. If you listen to my first podcast, though, it shows that even as a woman, I want to continue still helping grow a writer's community. I want to still help people to build their own businesses around their books. I want to help people to really learn how to develop a mindset that will carry them through the challenges that they face. During the first 10 episodes of Smart Talks with One Smart Lady, that's really what my theme was. During um, week two, I had a wonderful interview with Terry Levine, founder of Heart Repreneur, and she talked specifically about growing heart-to-heart -heart relationships in business. And uh, it's just, I've, I've been with Terry since December, and I've grown to love her as an individual. I love what she stands for. I really do love how she nurtures relationships. Uh, she is just a wonderful, wonderful woman to know and to, to get to know. So I highly recommend that if you haven't listened to um, episode two in my podcast, uh, go to episode two and Terry Levine. During that podcast, I talked about how um, building relationships had helped me grow to be uh, the individual who I, you know, I am today. I talked about uh, my, my heroes and my sheroes, the people who helped me along the way. And I give thanks to them. And that information you can find on the um, 
the corresponding blog. In week three, Ken Attard spoke about nurturing and building an entrepreneurial mindset. And that really is my focus is for my writers who are struggling, you know, to get the confidence to get their stories out there. You have to, you have to build your own inner confidence. You have to understand that if you have a story, it is your responsibility to find someone to help you nurture you through the process. Uh, so that's week three, Ken Attard. Uh, week four and five, a wonderful individual I've known for many, many years. And he's also blessed me with, um, with the, uh, I am responsible for him launching his, his own publishing company, uh, William Peters Sr., Inner Child Press. Uh, Bill spoke about the mindset of a poet. And because we had known each other for so long that I actually put it in um, two, two segments, week four and week five. Week six, Kimberly Ross Harrington talked about her experience at writing and marketing her first book and how she's grown a wonderful, awesome business based on her book. She started out with the book. She didn't want to um, just market the book by herself. So she started a, a community of writers and artists called Art and Artists. Let me get this right. Arts and Author Extravaganza, which she launches every year. And unfortunately, you guys missed it. Uh, if you didn't listen to the podcast and you didn't see... Um, didn't read my blog. It was held Sunday, August the 22nd. On week seven, Dr. Mary Washam talks about her three-step process for self-discovery leading to self-mastery. Again, if you, if you didn't listen to the, pro the podcast, you missed the opportunity to attend a, a special event that she was sponsoring uh, on August the 28th. So it's so important to stay in tune with Smart Talks with One Smart Lady. And then I did a little shift. I went more into the business marketing end. On week eight, Jordan Wexler talked about how it is his desire to change the world. Jordan is the founder of Smart Guy, which is an organization that seeks the best 1,500 business professionals in each category. There's 1,500 different categories for each city. I am a, um, a city leader for Philadelphia. So it's my responsibility working with Jordan and his team to help build up the community in Philadelphia. Uh, so again, great interview with Jordan. I had the full interview on uh, the, the blog. Uh, so go to uh, week eight, Jordan Wexler, and you'll hear the full interview uh, a video interview, and you'll also hear you'll hear his uh, experience about writing his books and his mother. Uh, his mother is Linda Crystal. She's an actress, and he talks lovingly about her. And he's written a book about their relate her relationships. Um, and then also the blog article is the actual interview about Smart Guy. So I separated the business the business from the actual, uh, the books that he's um, written and published. In week nine, I have Regina Andler. Awesome, beautiful, wonderful woman. She is, I mean, 
she is a woman in the season that you would not think would be doing gladiator type events. She is a life strategist and her focus is on helping individuals uh, who are miserable and looking to create their best possible life. And she just has, has, has a way about her. She's just one of many people that I have grown to, to love. And Re Regina wants you to focus on who do you want to be? Don't be a copycat of somebody else, but who do you want to be for yourself? So week nine, Regina Andler. Week 10 was Demetria Winters. This woman will blow your mind. She is a former Army veteran. She is a mental health nurse. And her focus and passion is to assist black women with transforming their lives by taking control of emotional and mental health. Um, there are so many issues that um, we as black women may go through that may be different from other women. And so her Black Butterfly Queens uh, lifestyle, life coach community, she has awesome programs. And again, if you had, if you had listened to week 10, you would have uh, been able to be a part of a couple of different interviews that, and programs that she is also um, facilitating and being a part of. So again, it's so important that you tune in, subscribe to the podcast, download it. It's on many different platforms. Right now, the one that I have on onesmartladyproductions.com is linked to Amazon's podcast, but it's also, list, it's also on, oh my goodness, there's uh, anchor.fm, there's Spotify, there's Google Podcasts. Go to, pod, go to onesmartladyproductions.com and click on the podcast tab and you will see all the different platforms. So you might find yours listed there. But when you click on a podcast, it will take you directly to Amazon's podcast. And I'm looking forward for it to also to be available in Audible. So uh, that might be available this week. So anyway, let's see, where am I? I just, uh, I've just been so excited about the fact that I did launch my first one in July. And during the Podcast Academy, one of the things that Travis, Travis says is that most of the podcasters, the new ones starting out, don't go beyond their 11th episode. Well, guess what, folks? This is my 11th episode. And this week, my guest, my 12th episode will be with Doreen Rainey, founder of the Society of Life Coaches. And I am so excited because, as I said, I spent almost like, oh, actually a year, uh, almost a year under uh, Doreen's tutelage as a mentor. She was my mentor. And I just thoroughly um, enjoy her process and how she helped me really focus in on what I really wanted to do for myself. And I'm thankful that it also included staying in the business. So I am not only um, doing the publishing, I'm doing uh, the, 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 the podcast, I'm doing marketing, I'm doing training. And that's what I do. You know, a lot of people say, oh my goodness, that's a little too much for one person. I've been doing this for 35 years, folks. I've learned how to set up my schedule, work my schedule, work my plan. And I have found my happy home. I have found my little safe haven. So 
please subscribe to the podcast. Go to onesmartladyproductions.com. Subscribe to uh, Smart Publishing Lifestyles on, on, online. And just stay informed. You know, this is a community that gives you good information. It's not trying to hit you over the head saying, join, join, join. But it's free. It's free to join. And you sign up for whatever programs fit your lifestyle plans. Only you know what is good for you. There's, I've experienced over the past five years so many different training programs and gurus and I've, I've been able to really pay attention. And I've stuck, I've planted my flag with one. And you'll find out more if you go, when you go to One Smart Lady Productions, who it is. I love who I am and where I am today. Well, I'm going to stop babbling. <laughs> and I just want to say that I thoroughly enjoyed my past year even though the threats and overwhelming change in the outward personality of our society, the ignorance and viciousness has always been with us. I will be publishing a corresponding blog to this podcast on Monday. In it, I will have more detailed information about the different programs that took me through 2020 and to where I am today on my road to achieving success and the lifestyle I've always dreamt of having at this season in my life. If you are thinking about writing a book, have already launched a book and would like to market it and grow a business around your book, go to onesmartladyproductions.com and subscribe to be a part of Smart Publishing Lifestyles Online. It's free to join with premium workshops coming up in the future. Don't pass up any opportunities that could help open the door to your pathways to freedom. Remember to dare to dream, Dare to grow and dare to prosper. This is Deborah Spart, your one smart lady in publishing, saying, Be blessed and just right.